What's up, guys? Welcome to episode seven. Rewind it back. Sim! 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 Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Brilliant. Very good, man. Brilliant. <laughs> Another Thursday in the book. Yeah. It's uh, Monday the 4th. Mon- Monday the 4th, yeah. For, for some people, it's Thursday. For others, it's day four. <laughs> All right, so tonight, Jim, on the docket, you have uh, our first kung fu movie. First kung fu movie that I've ever seen, uh, from start to finish. All the other things I've ever seen is on uh, just clips on YouTube. You chose Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. Uh, yes, Enter the Dragon, um, <laughs> Bruce Lee. It's kind of like his. I guess it was kind of one of his breakout movies, right? This is like his one of his the yeah. big ones that he, you know, he died. Released he died right after it. Yeah. Oh, is this one of his last ones? Well, I mean, but it was it it was weird. Was yeah, I mean, it's his first one in English, like not like it's dubbed, but not dubbed on on Chinese, you know. But yeah, no, but it, it definitely was the most popular when it came out. I'm like, yeah, uh, it came out in seventy three. When did he die? Seventy four, seventy five. Yeah, I think so. Seventy four. Very soon after. Yeah, this is uh probably like his most well known. Yeah, definitely. Most influential, I could say, as far as action films go. I mean, just watching this movie, I mean, for those listening that haven't seen it, it's essentially just about, it's kind. Of, it's almost like a James Bond movie, I felt like. I where, think so. Where, yeah. where, where he, like he, he gets invited, Bruce Lee, his character, whose name is Lee, he gets invited to this island where there's a martial arts, karate, kung fu tournament. And the guy that's running it, Mr. Han... Um, he's running the tournament, but he's also uh, has this. What is he moving? Is he moving drugs? Is he moving human trafficking? Both. I think, I think you could surmise everything uh, with the word uh, Jeffrey. Or two words: Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> it's just this, this movie aged so freaking well. It's like the the way we could have stopped Jeffrey Epstein was just if Bruce Lee didn't take those goddamn pills. Just need, we just need Bruce Lee to be still alive. So, how exactly did he die? I mean, I know there's been there's been so many rumors for decades now about how he died. His wife confirms that he died from, he had like fluid in his brain that was caused from like hypersensitivity to like pain pills. So yeah, essentially pills killed him. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, but I think, I don't think he, he intended to take, I don't know. I, I've heard a couple of different. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just down and wanted to pop a couple of pills. And, I mean, all those hits to the head's got to mess with them. I do, but it makes it even more eerie to, if you can't, you know, dying at the age of whatever, 30, whatever he was. How his, got it, you know, Bill, we got to throw a quick mention about The Crow, greatest soundtrack of all time. Uh, Brendan also, Lee, yeah. Uh, Brandon Lee dies young age. Now, Brandon Lee's even sadder because he had no agency in that. He's just, he's just acting in a freaking movie. Yeah, it was a freak accident. Was it? So, it was a gun, right? Yeah, it was a gunshot. I always thought it was a fault, but it was a gunshot, I think. It was a gunshot, yeah. And yeah. so what it was, it was, so they're so cheap making the movie, which is actually kind of like, well, the movie actually kind of killed them. Like, how do you like this movie, Steve, when it murdered, um, you know, Brandon Lay? Oh, speaking of which, the one of the guys in The Crow, it's just my brother actually told me, is the um, Warriors. Um He's the main uh, the main bad guy in the Warriors is in the Crow 
Is he really? I forget his name. He's like, you know, you'll, you'll rack. He's a spastic, you know, drug. Plays the same goddamn character, <laughs> right? No difference. Um, but, uh, but anyway, the crow, the crow, uh, uh, what they were doing, they were so cheap making it. Instead of just buying blanks, they were taking like, the gunpowder out of the bullet. They got real bullets. And, and like that's somehow cheaper. In America, that makes sense. Yes. Real bullets are cheaper than fake ones. And they were taking the gunpowder out. There's no gunpowder, everything will be fine. The only problem is you know, people fuck up, you get shot, and there's that thing where you get shot a thousand times. One of them was loaded, yeah, you know, and one was a proper bullet and, and killed them. So, yeah, either way, the, the, the Lees have a tragic story, but uh, both were super, super cool. Yeah. And you could definitely tell just watching this movie, um, it kind of just kickstarted these other martial arts movie genres like. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was Mortal like, Kombat. Yeah, this, the movie Mortal Kombat has like the exact like same storyline, oh, yeah. just fabricated Johnny a little Cage. bit, changed it up. Yeah, <laughs> but they this that has like the whole tournament idea, and you're there's 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 the villain, and and you're fighting. Well, Mortal Kombat they were fighting the, for the uh, the fate of the Earth, but in this one it didn't seem like there was any. I don't remember them saying like, okay, if you win this tournament. Here's the prize. I don't remember anything like that, and I wouldn't even say it was a tournament. I, it's not like it was like a day to day thing. It was only like I only remember seeing like two or three fights. Yeah, the, the tournament was loose, loosely structured. <laughs> I think they were just trying to get like labor. <laughs> it was just like there's definitely some anti-capitalist uh, undertones in this uh, in this movie, and it really was like like we just need we need girls, the girls to do to do drugs. And uh, and to and to uh, obviously Epstein sleep with the guests, and we need and we need men for the late to work in the factory. That's that's what it all came down to. And I need hands. John needs hands. I was trying to figure out like what he like he would like in the beginning. Is he just in a fighting school? Is he a monk? And then why? He's, I think it's he's part of a, a the Wu Tang. He's part of the Wu Tang. <laughs> He's one of the Shaolin monks. Yeah, I, I, I think I think he's, he's a, a a monk, I guess. Then, a monk slash slash James Bond. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was gonna say. And then the British Secret Service reaches out to him for help. Uh, yeah, they were a little late to the show. They took their good time. Yeah, he was like a he was like a uh, like a, a sensei, I guess, in the start of the movie. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's fighting. I just remember he's fighting a guy in the beginning of the movie, fighting, where he's just having a. You know, a combat with or training, what have you, with the with the guy in the beginning of the movie who's built like me, and for for Bruce Lee to be fighting someone of that that size and that build, it's I would essentially think it's kind of like me playing against like in basketball. Like you just get like a like joy out of it. <laughs> you better edit all that out. Uh, yeah, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> Damn. That's why. That's why you could beat him. But a lot of the fighters too, like besides besides Bruce Lee, besides um, the other guy, the the. Um, the I just like name? the one training exercise they all did was just like, just fist, like shadow fist, and the yeah, just ha 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 ha. That's like the only thing they were like training, just like a five hundred dudes. Ha, oh, ha. I, know. I tell you, they're there for labor because that's like, yeah. you know, like lever, <laughs> lever, lever. Lever. It's like yeah. these are supposed to be the best of the best martial arts. Like they, they're going to have their own training regiments. Well, that's for wearing his own fucking 
Come on, it's a tournament, right? No, it's not. You're only here to kidnap. I think it really wasn't much of a tournament because it's just like, okay, you're going to fight this guy. Yeah, randomly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then it's like, well, who do I fight next? Yeah, next, next. Whoever I'm pissed off, that's who. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever I'm pissed off at, that's who you're fighting. It is. It was well, also... So besides the three guys, Bruce Bruce Lee's character, uh, the other the other older guy, his name is Roper. Then the uh, oh, the Afro guy. A little known fact about Roper: uh, his character inspired Mr. Roper on Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is a Three's Company. Is it a sequel yeah. to Enter the Dragon? <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a prequel. You know, he retired. It's what Mr. Roper did before he was trying to cock block Jack Tripp. <laughs> So you worked on actual blocks, you know, and then yeah. cop blocks. Oh, that was the progression. Oh man! But but all the fighters there from besides the three main characters who 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 are who are the fighters and who are skilled in martial arts, from the from the fighters in the tournament competing them, and even the 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 the, the guys working for Mister Han, none of them when they're fighting give it their all. Like it looks like they're doing it for the very first time. It's um, well, Bo- Bolo was. He was, uh, wasn't he oh, the he was big great. dude? Wasn't Is that, that the guy that's all chest? Oh, oh yeah. that was wonderful. Uh, that's was... a great character. That's so James Bond. Sorry. Yeah. He, he, that him. was definitely, uh, didn't he play, wasn't he the guy in Bloodsport, but he was like a little more lean? Is that the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Bloodsport? Yeah. Oh, that could be on the list. Send <laughs> yeah, it to Morse. Morse. <laughs> Morse is lost. For not being here tonight, he lost his pick, so. But basically... <laughs> This movie to me was, yeah, he's forfeited his pick. This movie to me was, uh, if you took Mortal Kombat and, like, quote-unquote normalized it, like, nobody's got, like, magical powers or anything, that was this movie. Like, there was an Australian guy, come on, came out. Bruce Lee was obviously Luke Kang. Like, Mortal Kombat, like, totally ripped this whole movie. And, and I mean, it's not as bad with oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat, because, like, we forget that Mortal Kombat just started off as a, it was just a basically shitty arcade game. Like, arcade game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They weren't going to take a ton of time working on their story. Like, hey, how are we going to do this dance? It was American guys that did it. And it was like, how are we going to do a story? Uh, we'll just rip off out of the dragon. But you're 100%. You know, you had your Kano. You had your Raiden or whatever. Whatever the, the, the Lu, Lu, Lu Sang or whatever his name was. Shang Tsung. Uh, Shang Tsung was definitely Shang Tsung, that's it. Shang Tsung was clearly Mr. Han. Bruce Lee was... Um, was uh Liu Kang Saxon or Ro- Ro- Mr. Roper was Johnny Cage? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Kano was the the Australian guy. Come on, an Australian yeah, perfect. You know, like, you know, it was so perfect. It was it was uh they 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 didn't even try to hide it. Um, I uh I do think it's the, the it's worth mentioning their backstories. I actually really got a kick out of their Williams's backstory. Love that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was watching just, that. I was like, "Steve's gonna love this." Yeah. <laughs> aged, exactly say, this movie that. movie has aged well. <laughs> it's just as good as '73. Watch it now, still good. And I love, I love, I love Roper. Roper's a great dude. He's like just fucking terrible golf. <laughs> I beat the shit out of the guy in the woods. Oh man, he's gets up and ass- down for the par. Yeah. Not, no, they don't get too <laughs> deep in the backstory. I mean, really, you don't even know much about Bruce Lee's backstory, but. Man, it, man, his, his and I gotta give her. Well, they, damn, like if if my favorite character in the movie has to be his sister, where it's like I, I ain't even nah, <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna take myself. I'm like in a classic, you know, 
you know, horror movie or, or any, any movie where the, the girl inevitably gets raped and killed, it's always like, you know, she runs and she's quick and she trips over. So she kicks everyone's ass. And when she's at her last, when it's, it's the last thing, she's like, not nah, chalking it up. You ain't getting nothing. Up. We're, we're good. I'm like, that, that, that could have been a movie in and of itself. That was wonderful. Well, the thing is, is that like that she and that that whole scene that you're just talking about, Steve, about how Bruce Lee's uh, sister in the movie ends up getting killed. She gets like cornered in a warehouse. Cornered. You're kicking ass the entire time, and you get cornered, and then you just hey, instead of getting you know beaten to death and raped, I'm just gonna stab myself with a shard of glass. Yeah, I love that. That was great. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my point is. Where the fuck was her dad? And her dad like didn't even like oh here listen Bruce um I kind of fucked up like your sister <laughs> she died she fucking died because I didn't do a goddamn thing like what the fuck? why were you escorting first of all she she could kick your ass like what were you do how did you uh, doesn't matter anyway I wish Bruce killed him <laughs> so many questions so many but I'll tell you what, that leg I mean, oh sorry go you can go it was a by the way I like how it was like a oh by the way story <laughs> it was like oh by the way. The tournament that you're going to fight in, the guy who killed you responsible for your sister's death is going to be there. And then the guy was like a total bitch in the tournament. Like, he was like the worst fighter there. Oh, yeah. He, he, like, and, and he looked what, like Bruce, a badass, but he was hands. What was, what was that guy's name? The guy with like the scarred up face? I think it was O'Haran. Yeah, O'Haran. But either way, he, uh, he got his uh, comeuppance. I was glad about that. O'Hara, yeah, that's what his, his name was. I yes. would uh, I would say that um, I, I I think one of the best things about this movie, and I think it's a brilliant movie. I think one of the best things is like you can see Bruce Lee's completely off, and that's what makes the movie amazing. Is that you know, but like, and then he says early on in the movie to to the kids, like, no, 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 you don't let anger focus. And man, every fucking fighting scene with Bruce Lee is just the most focus I've ever seen anything ever, apart from uh you know apart from roper and that uh, blonde haired girl with the big boobs like i've never seen any in any movie uh better than uh, um better than bruce, bruce lee was amazing and and, I, and it's really it's it's so so he's, he's kind of like a james bond character but it's like such a twist on it because he you know not gonna have uh sex with anybody he's a Buddhist. you know he's 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 a man of the the, uh, um, the 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 middle way. Doesn't drink, doesn't eat the crap they're feeding. He has like a grape. He has one grape. I mean, like, damn. Stay away from the pills, Bruce. <laughs> the pills, you're so close. Ah, uh, damn it. I'm still upset. I'm sorry. But I want to talk about the uh, the fighting because I enjoy these types of movies, 70s movies or, or 80s movies where they have action sequences where there's fighting involved. And the sound effects is what I enjoy the most, especially in this one where it's definitely a lot of fighting going on. And I, it's cheesy, but it's also funny that the uh, at the same time of the sound effects that they come up with, like these... <laughs> It's like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the sound of the body dropping sound. I can listen to this all day. I can fall asleep to it. This is like a white noise to me. <laughs> this must not have been, uh. This must not have been Bruce Lee. 
Like there, there must have been a there would have been a uh, a couple. Like yeah, the then end pops it off with the whole. Whoo! Which I loved, which was all it was all brilliant. I loved every one of those, particularly the silence. They would work in a little bit of silence, like I just beat fifteen people up. Silence, and then you hear the little feet's coming, like here they come. You know, it was. And it's always it's always like this group of guy, this army of guys, the verse and Bruce Lee. There's like fifteen guys versus one guy, and they're each going one on one with him. Like, gang the fuck up on him. There's fifteen of you. Yeah, they, they try. I think every now and again you'll see a couple try to get him, but like he's particularly when he had the stick. You know, it's like he, the nunchucks are pretty cool. He's definitely the ma- a master of nunchucks. I was reading. It's t- it's t- he's quick, man. He's quick. <laughs> but I enjoy I enjoy those those sound effects. You hear them in, I mean, all over this movie. You hear them sometimes in James Bond's movies. That yeah. perfect. There's a great line in that uh, in the movie that uh, the dude from Ninja Turtles ripped off uh, <laughs> the the guy who grinded a lot of Ninja Turtles. Tatsu? Never lower your eyes to an enemy. <laughs> yes, man. And they said that in this, and I was thinking of that. I was watching um, when O'Hara and uh, Bruce Lee were about to fight each other, and I was, I was keeping an eye. I was like, does, does he lower his eyes? Like, no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> right at Mr. Han. Looking right at Mr. Han. I, uh, well, probably, like, O'Hara finds, like, the random, like, they got, like, champagne bottles laying around out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> It wasn't much of a tournament. Not a not a yeah. really good organized tournament. Just 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 there to recruit labor. What really separates, I think, a lot of the the, the kung fu movies that you've you've seen, like you know, we, the the class, like the the earlier kung fu movies that, that are really like right from, from you know China or like you know the the the, the doctored kung kung fu movies. I think it's like almost always a dance element to it. I don't know. I just see, it seems like this, this movie was done. And, like, and I think some of the other Bruce Lee movies that, that I've seen, I haven't seen them all the time. They, they do have a, uh, I feel like there's, there's, there, it's a much more modern style of fighting than you would have gotten in a lot of other Kung Fu movies. It looks, it looks like really good is what I'm saying. You know, it's basically, you know, if, if you were to have a fight scene now between two people, you know, I think I think uh, it wouldn't be so much different if it was you know hand to hand combat or whatever than what you're kind of getting here. But I mean, to 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 I believe it was your 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 point, Bill. Their fighting styles are like all exactly the same. It was like Rocky when it came to boxing. It was just like we're not going to like we we could but they could have developed like you know Williams has a you know certain style and Robert. No, they all just did the from what I got the same damn things. Which is, uh, you know, I guess, I guess a, a knock on the new guy. And I don't know enough about Mark, but sure, it sure looked the damn same. Everybody just kind of went in. Well, I mean, Bruce Lee, obviously, and then uh, I, I was reading that Williams, Williams also knew a lot of martial arts too. So I, I'm guessing that both of them did their their own stunts and their own fight sequences. So it makes it makes it a little more real as opposed to like getting like Channing Tatum in there or someone to do a fight scene. There's like a stunt double and it's not, it, you yeah. know, it's not real. Like I felt like that added a little bit more, again, made it a little more or real. Or like when they do that with the chicks and it's like clearly like a small man in a wig. <laughs> I like my women. And going back to comparing this movie to James Bond, the storyline, even Mr. Han, the villain was very James Bond villain-esque because he had the fake hand. He had a claw at one point. The fucking hand had like hair on one side of it. He had like a Wolverine claw. Yeah, he had a Wolverine claw. At the one point. No, he had like a bear claw and then he went to like a Wolverine claw. 
That's how he ends up killing um, Williams. He just beats him to death with, with his hand. Yeah. I don't know if it was a claw. I think it was just solid wood. I think it's kind of a shame that uh, they, they went through a backstory with Williams. They, I get, you know, they, they, they gave him a good amount of time, gave him, you know, seven women to sleep with. <laughs> um, and then, like, to kill him off, I was like, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's supposed to be a James Bond franchise, you don't, you don't let a lot of guys walk away. And and make it to the next movie, even even his allies, you know what I mean. They, and certainly the, the the girls, they don't they don't make it to the next movie. But um, I, Rover took it pretty hard. Uh, but I liked how cool Rover played it after he died because oh, most people yeah. would, like freak out and like no, lose great, their yeah. shit right there, and he was just like yeah. kind of like played it cool, and then like he made his move like at the end was kind of like well, fuck yeah, you. Yeah. I like that line too because it's like what you can't say in it. You, you, dude, you cannot say to this guy who just yeah. your boy to a bunch of piranhas. He's like, so are you with me or whatever? And he's like, no. And I'm like, you're gonna say no? I'm like, are you freaking out of your mind? And he's like, this whole island is his, right? He's like, no. Like other option or like, no, there's no no way I'm not doing what you're saying, Mister. You know, and I'm like, oh, well said, well done. <laughs> live, and, live to fight another day, brother. And live to see those South Wood. Sally's trying not Sally's brothers. Live to see uh, uh, the, <laughs> the Three's Company gang. <laughs> Mr. Rope. Who is Mr. Rope for the actress in the, the real good looking? Knock on my door. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Not Sally's brothers, but. Uh, Suzanne Summers? Suzanne Summers, yes. I knew it was an essence. That was close. That was an SS. Um, yeah. Live to find another day, Roper. I have to say that I always probably... thought Mr. Furley was better than Mr. Roper, but yeah, I had a soft spot for Don Knotts. Especially yeah. when he especially when they'd be like folding a tablecloth and like he'd be oh, walking by and they'd be like, we folding Watch out, tablecloth? just shove it in and he'd be like, <laughs> Oh, oh Don Knotts like outside and they're like, Oh, oh. Like his eyes pop out and says, What's going on in here? <laughs> You ever want to laugh? Watch the shower curtain episode of Three's Company. It's could that be a bonus I, podcast? Can we yeah, do a bonus? Yeah, I'll look for it for, right for now. the subscribers. The shower curtain episode of Three's Company. What? <laughs> you can see his face right there. <laughs> for those for those who are listening, uh, Don Knotts is amazing. <laughs> he looks like the guy from. Uh, um, Oh, Marty Feldman in, uh, you know, with his bug eyes, Marty Feldman uh, from, uh, from Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, Look, like I'm just going to go out on a limb right here and say Don Knotts is probably the most underrated actor in the history. Of oh, absolutely. He's up there, man. Definitely almost one of the underrated. But if, it's his, his face in the, in the, just the picture of the, of the video, he looks like he's looking at a turtle just frying in the sun that's laying on its back right now. All right, put, play one, play, play all of these. <laughs> okay, Chrissy, I'll get in the tub with you, then we can get it on. Give <laughs> to me, I'll show you what to do. Exactly the first time I've ever done this. Maybe so, but girls are better at this than boys. <laughs> Come on, Chrissy, a little less talk and a little more action, okay? <laughs> Okay, you do your part, I'll do mine. I don't think it'll reach. Of course not, you've got to unfold it first. 
The 70s were nuts, man. <laughs> and that was every episode of the show. Uh, I, honestly, I, I, oh, God, that, that should have been the only thing they do on the show. It should have been like Adult Swim, 10 minutes, just that, every episode. <laughs> Don Knotts doesn't even come in contact with them. It's just that face with that situation. It's a uh, different kind of acting. God. What, what holds up better? Uh, Enter the Dragon, which holds up fantastically well. Or fucking Don Knotts. Shower <laughs> Curry. This, this, this is like the best of Western civilization. It, does, it doesn't get any better. What a time I, to be alive. because I'm up next week and I have to pick a movie and it will never <laughs> be as good uh, as, yeah. as Three's Company shower curtain scene. Like, <laughs> no matter what I pick, I could pick goddamn fucking Citizen Kane and it would just, just fall flat. Citizen Kane does suck. <laughs> 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 fucking Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, it was alright. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, the, that, this podcast is, is take is going down another avenue. But now, <laughs> but uh, since, you, since, since you mentioned since you mentioned Citizen Kane, you'll never get see, that three hours back. Yeah, this this scene that uh that always sticks out. That uh, I don't know if you guys remember, Steve. I think we've talked about this before. TV show The Critic. Um, oh, had man. a rosebud for a coming attraction, and here it is. Rosebud. Yes, rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Wait, that's terrible. I quit. Just a handful for the road. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. That's we the best played, scene in the Dragon. <laughs> we should have played that before the Three's Cup. We got we got we got all right. So so, so this is the, this is the new setup for the show. The intro music. And I love the intro music though. I do. If you think of which, how did how did you come about that intro music? I went on YouTube and I just searched uncopyrighted music. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> it is a shithole of just uncopyrighted music out there. There's complete shit music out there. It took me. Oh, I'm gonna say a better part of an hour just to find that. With all the shit uh, copyrighted music, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> this, this I mean, stuff I know our intro song is not like the best, but oh, out of out of everything that I combed through for almost that hour, that was the best. Well, we could fix that because we could just have that the sound effects of <laughs> have that as the intro music, then. End every episode with Three's Company, Mr. Farley. What's his name, Furley? Mr. Furley, not Mr. Mr. Furley. Outside of the thing. We can end every episode. Just with Don Knotts. You don't even have to call him by his yeah, character just, name. Just call him Don Knotts. Yeah, and then put, right. put a picture of uh, uh, and then like Don Knotts' eyes staring at you. That's one of the few times where the replacement person is better than and that would never happen nowadays because all TV shows blow nowadays, but like TV shows like replacement character better than the original oh. role. Like Cheers had that too. Like they yes, got rid of the, the blonde hair chick and brought in Christy Alley, and the show got better. Or, or even better, they they got rid of Coach and brought in Woody House. Yes, that too. That happened. That's one of the few shows where that happened multiple times. Yeah. But the Three's Company was the same deal. The Ropers were funny. Mr. Furley was a thousand times more funny in the rope. Ah, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm trying to think. Do you guys remember the show Salute Your Shorts? Remember that back in the day? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they, they, had, they had a main character, I forget his name, Billy or something, blonde hair kid. He got replaced by, I think, the guitarist from Rilo Kiley when he was young. 
And that yeah. was awesome. That kid, yeah. that kid was cool. He was cool as Roper. This Furley. <laughs> He's cool as Furley. He's cool as Don Knotts. We're supposed to be going over the dragon. We've been talking about fucking All right, so we'll, we'll get back on track here. So. <laughs> Don't edit any threes company. No, no, I'm, I'm keeping all. all this stuff in. Okay, so yeah, let's back on track. So I would my next segment before uh, we went down this uh, this whole this rabbit hole of uh, threes company and Citizens Kane and threes company again and Mr. Ro- Mr. Roper who now is Mr. Furley and Mr. Furley who was Mr. Roper who is now Don Knotts. What I was going to say, excuse me, the question I was going to ask next was, who was your favorite character in this movie? And I'll start. Mine was uh, Williams. And the reason why I liked him. It is defeat that you must learn to prepare for. Don't waste my time with it. When it comes, I won't even notice. Oh, how so? I'll be too busy looking good. He's got that. that, uh, What's his face (laughs) from SNL? Uh, he's got that Tim Meadows, like, ladies' man, that Afro look <laughs> on, that Afro hairstyle and that, like, cool, smooth attitude. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. I was, I a, little, I was a little upset when, he, when they killed him off. I was very upset, yeah. Like, when they but, fed him know, to Piranhas. It, was, it wasn't as bad as Optimus Prime dying in the Transformers movie, but it was, it was pretty – it was a little emotional. I'll, I'll say that my favorite character – yeah, I'll stick with uh, Bruce Lee's sister. It was one scene, marvelous – Roper for me, John Saxon. He's always good in movies. Super handsome. Yeah, he's great actor. I just thought he was—he had that dry sense of humor that I like. Dry sense of humor, playboy attitude. Yeah, he was a generally good dude, though. Like he wasn't like you thought. You know, he actually looked like Sean Connery back in the day of James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, I can see it. I think I think he showed a little bit more empathy than most Sean Connery movies. Like he was definitely he was upset seeing his his uh, his girl dead lying there. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he had a rough go in that movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough gig, man. His boy got whacked. His girl yeah. got whacked. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was a rough rough gig. The food wasn't great. <laughs> you know, was the only part of the shit. movie you didn't like him, Steve, is when he was betting on the Prey Mantis fight, who would win the big one? Oh, I skipped past that scene. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. That's that's illegal in this country. Yeah, you know, yeah, Roper's good too, man. It was good. It was just oh, and and I got just you know we cannot forget. I just what's really cool about a movie is that if it builds up to something, and there wasn't necessarily any foreshadowing to this, it just seems like they had a really cool idea. But so the movie's playing along and, and, you know, like the hand things, like, okay, that's kind of cool. The, all the different fighting and the Bruce Lee stuff's amazing. The fight sequences, really good. But then when you're like, yeah, I mean, I, like, where's this movie going? Like, what's going to happen? How, how are we going to, we got to the final boss, right? You know, you found Goldfinger. What are you going to do? And then they enter the mirror scene. And uh, that was just so, uh, I mean, it holds, it's so freaking cool. And, 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 like, and I think most people probably look at it and they're like, just smash up the mirrors, right? Like, if you're first watching, you're like, just smash them all up. Like, then they won't work, right? And it's like, yes, that's what I'll do. <laughs> and then just, it's so satisfying because it's not like a big blast of an ending where, like, where, if this movie was made in the 90s, he would have fell off of the tower and then got hit by a helicopter and then the helicopter would have blown up and it had all the terrorists in it at the same exact time, true lies, you know, it would have been like something ridiculous like that. Instead, it was just like the, the jousting. A spear through the mirror. Yes. And <laughs> the, just impaled into the spear. 
how did that spirit get there? I forget. Did, did he? They threw it at him and it went through the wall, right? Yeah, and it's like oh, they were fighting in the other room because that was damn. like his opium den. Yeah, the mirror room was like his opium den because that's where he took Williamson to kill him, right? Or that's yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and the girls were not too concerned. No, they were. Um, but yeah, that that was just it's just an absolutely amazing way to end the movie. Uh, and it's thoroughly depressing because I clearly get the idea. They called it Enter the Dragon. Like, I couldn't help but think that they're going to have like a maybe another Roper or something. I mean, I don't I didn't do any research. I don't know. But there, there, there was clearly plans to put more Bruce Lee movies, English language, you know, out there. And potentially with the same character, maybe same format. He um, died one month before this was released. Shit. So it wasn't really, in the United States, it wasn't released yet. Yeah, that sucks. But you know, yeah, shockingly, the budget cost eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. So they must have had like eight really fucking well because I don't know what they spent that money on. <laughs> uh, what, what was the profit? Or the helicopter? The, how, how much was it? Hundred million. Worldwide. Yeah, and on eight hundred and how eight hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a, a that's a good that's a good clip right there. Yeah, yeah. They had to. They had to make it when they could, though, because they weren't gonna. But I mean, I don't. I don't want to end that point, you know, on the downer. So I'm gonna bring it back to how amazing is Don Knotts? Jesus, <laughs> if he was in this movie, greatest movie of all time, better than Kane. I'm telling you, if we could just get like he just he's you just hanging out, the, like he's a you Imagine him he's in a, the next room, hearing like. Hot, hot, and be like, kill the political prisoners. How much cocaine do you want? Oh, <laughs> he's in jail. He's in jail. Like he's one of the laborers that got jailed mm. up, and he's just kind of sitting there with his eyes all bugging out. What you guys think of the snake scene? That was pretty fucking crazy. Where he like, oh, he like, pun- he like punched the cobra. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'll tell you what, it was the most realistic scene I've ever seen in the movie. That was the best. I was trying to figure out if that was a real snake or not. The best was that they he he knocks it out, and then like he. He, he brings it back to consciousness and then he throws it into that control room where the two guys are sitting. And the way that one guy just dives out the window. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I know. It's totally realistic. It was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Like, like I, I, you know, I hate fucking snakes. I blame Indiana Jones. Which one was it? The first one? Oh, uh, yeah, all, yeah. I, I, I saw that when I was a kid and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I see that snake in that scene and, and he throws it into that control room. And I'm like, that is the most perfect reaction here. Take the fucking thing, throw it through the window. Who cares if you cut yourself on the shard glass? Doesn't matter. Get out. Get out now. I don't care if it's a nuclear reactor. The whole place is going to blow. Who gives a shit? That's a fucking snake. Snakes and spiders <laughs> is what does it for me. Yeah, I, I can, I can sure. deal with spiders, but the, the snakes are... Oh, mm, no, I can't do spiders. I, I do, but I think. But overall, I mean, it's just, it's it's a good movie. I, I don't, I can't, I can't see what what. I mean, yeah, obviously it's going to have its seventies hokiness, but I'm talking every seventies movie has that element. I don't think I don't. I, yeah, I mean, may, maybe Godfather kind of doesn't because it's so, it's so. There's neat. very few seventies movies that don't have that kind of hokey, would you or the hokiness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, or or like you know, this movie didn't have it, but some kind of abject racism or something like that. You know, or some. <laughs> I think you go to any era of movies and there's something that's going to make it's like, oh my, this is like you put on Fast and the Furious and you're like, oh my god, this is so 2002, like, or whatever. And look look at the clothes, look at the the stupid words, 
they're saying that nobody says anymore. You know, yeah. it's just look at the hairstyles. That's just you're gonna get that with any movie. But The Godfather didn't have that because it was based on what has events in like the 30s. So it's true. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was anachronistic they, almost. It was like yeah. Like even was, Star Wars, you're looking at like Luke's like hairstyle, like, and you're thinking like, okay, if this was, would that be like a a bowl cut if this was 1993 when they made like you know it's like or how, how about the uh um you know like not the not the stormtroopers you can't see but the guy the guys in the resistance or whatever like what oh yeah like they're hysterical looking like yes they all look like porn stars they all look like yeah. 70s and, and, porn stars. but but they look like porn stars like haircuts but they definitely their physiques aren't porn stars yeah <laughs> they're like, they're like, the, porn stars. They're like the fans of star wars now like with haircuts from the seventies, like that's what you got. You know what they are all were, Steve? British stage actors. They just use they really? film that. Yeah, they filmed that they were over in Britain. I didn't studio know that. in 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 England and uh they were like, We need extras and he just went and Carrie Fisher was a British film actress over there. She was in like film school over there. So she just went to the film school and she's like, We need extras and they did like all the guys flying the, the X Wings. They were all it's like awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. They were just all like play actors. No, no, it's good. And they were great. They were wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just their their physiques and their <laughs> yeah. not the best. Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, no, uh but three's company's really not good. <laughs> well, this was the prequel to Three's Company. <laughs> Somehow the Star Wars universe, the Bruce Lee universe. And Three's Company all comes together. It's got to be a point. There's got to be a connection. I'll figure it out. This is the next eventually they cross over each other. Yeah, and that, then that would make that would make another hundred million dollars. I really like this, Jim. I um, thanks for popping my cherry with uh, my first kung fu movie that I actually saw from start to finish. Um, I think. Yeah, maybe movie... want to watch other ones. To be honest with you, I, yeah, no. yeah. I want I want to watch some of those. I mean, this definitely. I want to watch the one with Kareem the Dream. What's that one? Uh, uh, Fist of Fury, I think. I want to say Fist of Fury, but I, I could be wrong. Because there was a, that's what they supposedly that's what the Nintendo game Kong Fu was based on, where you just go up the levels. Like, remember that game? That game was awesome. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Kung Fu. Just call it. Kung. Huh, 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 yeah. huh, that was like the only noise you made the whole game. Huh, huh, huh. You can definitely get into the genre. For sure, you can, you can dive into that. Yeah, and this movie is definitely synonymous with with uh, with Bruce Lee. And uh, Steve brought up a, a a good scene that I thought it was probably the memorable scene or or sequence of the uh, Hall of Mirrors, um, especially when Bruce Lee when uh, Han gets him with like his claws and he has the the cuts across his chest. Like that's every every poster you ever see of Bruce Lee. Oh yeah yeah um, yeah yeah. Oh it's uh it's it's I'm sorry it's Game of Death. It was actually his last movie. He died while making it, so I guess he took, you know. He was, oh yeah, they had to they had to really like stitch that movie together because he died yeah. in the middle of filming it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that that's one of the reasons we talked about the crow earlier, and one of the reasons why they didn't have to do too too much is that I think they, they were filming that later, like it was like one of the later scenes, and then they kind of you know got a body double and and just did some did some effects to kind of splice them into some other scenes. But they got a lot of footage of Brandon Lee. But yeah, Game of Death, I imagine. Um, they probably didn't get, get as much. But yeah, that's the one with the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And what is that? Game of, the, Game of Death? The Game of Death. And it's the yellow suits that uh, Uma Thurman 
and uh, Kill Bill. Oh, uh-huh. the game of death, the, the yellow suit. Guess what the budget of Game of Death was? Probably a lot since the last one made a ton. Eight hundred thousand. <laughs> the same budget. Stingy man, they were tough. <laughs> you made us millions. Here's your eight hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, I mean, you could tell they didn't spend too much money on on the plot. I mean, this one, I mean, it is what it is, but it was definitely messy. <laughs> and uh, Kung Fu movies are like porn plots, Bill. <laughs> Everybody's there for one yeah. reason. Get to the point. To kick ass <laughs> and have sex. It's like the the dubbing of the voice sticks out badly. You get used to it, though. I don't think you get used to it. I mean, it's not life. it's it's not off putting, but it sticks out. Well, I mean, I this think was key... probably one of the better. Some of them are really bad. This was probably one of the but, better ones. But I, I think oh, the, key, I... the key being that they were speaking English. Just you know, that, that's not the live. They so they, they recorded their 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 vocal tracks. I assume. I, could, except... I think did they do that for? Uh, they probably did that just to be nostalgic with the other kung fu movies. I'm guessing. maybe or, or just because there's so many you know native Chinese speakers that you know they might need you know just. Filming, filming a scene and saying the words, and then afterwards having them say it, where they have time to repeat it. You know, really, I think I think, but it could be that way as well. But but the reason the other ones look so bad, you know, the classic like, you know, where their their mouths are moving, but sound, you know, I mean, they're speaking something else. It's just a classic dubbed movie, and and it's a shame because I think those probably would have been appreciated more to some extent. I mean, they're, they're appreciated pretty high. If if they had, you know, what you can't really do subtitles because. The movie's such a, you know, you want to watch and, and see that the, the fighting is, you know, I don't know. It's always been a tough one for me. Do, do subtitles take away from, from what you're seeing on the screen? I guess probably. I don't know. But then again, damn bad dubbing is, is kind of annoying too. I don't know. Just learn Cantonese. That's. I think, I just think, like I said, it's with the, like, it's like porn. You're there. For, <laughs> there's a it's reason like, you're there and it's not for the plot. <laughs> That's true. It's not, uh, it's not to see what's going to happen with that dishwasher that broke. <laughs> and it's so funny because like people complain about watching foreign movies, but they watch tons of foreign porn. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> hypocrite! You freaking hypocrite! <laughs> BTS number one. <laughs> so for next week, Mr. Steve Gonzalez, you're up. Yeah, yeah, I got. Uh, I got, I'm down to two. I got two movies um, debating. All right. So I'll throw it, throw it to you guys. Um, so um, one is an amazing book and I haven't seen the movie in years. It's, it's the book. The, it's the, the problem is if we watch the movie, I'm afraid the movie isn't that good. And I don't want it to take away from the book because the book is that good. And the book is the movie catch 22. Anybody seen that? Catch 22? No. no. Okay. Uh, and uh, the book book is incredible. Um, it's where the term catch 22 comes from. Uh, and the other one is that, uh, Roddy, Roddy, Pipe, Roddy, Rodder, Roddy, Roddy, whatever his name, Roddy, 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 that's a piece. I'm sorry. I, I butchered his name. He's rolling in his grave. Roddy, Roddy <laughs> Piper is, uh, who came, he must've been like, we need a Scottish guy. I, I think, think that was the 80s thing like it is a lot of good, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the iron sheik <laughs> it's just we need a, we need a scottish guy so uh rowdy rowdy piper it lives anyone see that you know that one no it's like a heart not like anyway. all right I, I it'll be one of those two movies all right and uh 
Sweet. Let us let us know. Yeah. So I'll wrap up our show. All right. So everyone can check us out on uh, on Spotify and all the other platforms that we've always listed throughout the weeks for the show. And uh, check us out on Instagram. Talk to you all next time.